Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, December 29th, 2016. And this is the ride. Man, I hope your Christmas was awesome. I hope you had a chance to get together with family and enjoy their company like I did. Actually, the holidays aren't quite done for us, and uh, we have a party going to be kicking off on Friday. That would be tomorrow, Friday, and uh, family's going to be coming. It's going to be a good time. We do a little tradition. We make ollieballin, which, for those who don't know, is a treat from the Netherlands, and it's basically like donut holes, fried donut holes, but you make them special way and put sugar on them, and yeah, they're very good. And they're very not uh, the healthiest thing for you, but once a year we figure it's all right. We are very close to a new year. Very close. And I don't know about you, and I, for one, I'm ready for, oh, I don't know what you'd call it, a renewed hope. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not going to wait for that renewed hope to happen. I'm going to start it right now. And you can too. Because hope is part of how you see things. I've got hope for my future. I've got hope for your future. I know that God plays an important role in your future. Therefore, your relationship to God is important. As you may know... Our family's going through something right now as I'm looking for the, the next chapter in my life as far as career and, and all that. But I've recently had some sense from the Lord. And it hasn't just been recently. It's been little... Now that, I, now that I'm in this state, in this place, and I wouldn't even call it a valley. You know, you, you might look and say, well, man, that's quite a valley you're in. No... I, I don't look at it this way. I really don't. And I want to encourage you, if you are looking for work or in, you're, in a, you're in a place that doesn't feel good because it's new, it's different, or you don't know what the next day holds, please know there is hope in the Lord. You might be in a wilderness situation. You might be like Moses. And this I wanted to get to this story, and this is good. Moses had... It going on when he was younger, didn't he? He had the palace. He had it going on. And then things changed. Life happened. And you might say life's unfair. And, and it certainly is unfair at times. And Moses found himself on the outs, living like a Bedouin, and basically developed a whole new lifestyle and was, you know living apart from Egypt and all of that he got out of the system and he was in that wilderness but you know what he made a life in that wilderness and he got married and had family and all that so you really couldn't call it wilderness it's how you see what you're in and what I see I'm in is not a valley in fact I actually feel like I've climbed to some plateau and I've got a better view of my situation than I had before. In a sense, when I was employed 
at various times in my life, I was deep in a valley. So the job doesn't get you there. You see what I'm saying? When Moses was living the high life in the Pharaoh's courts, he wasn't fully walking in the will of God at that moment because things hadn't happened yet. I mean, he wasn't walking in, let's say this way, he wasn't walking in the fulfillment of the will of God at that moment in time because it hadn't happened yet. And you know what? That's, you can kind of see that in our lives too. God's preparing us for things in the future. And now, I, now that I'm at this plateau spot where I can see a few things in a different perspective than I had in the past, I can see where God has spoken to me and given me some ideas about some things that are starting to come together. Sometimes it takes a little bit of clarity and, and cleansing from your normal so that you can see these things. You know, you look at it this way. Moses was surrounded by his own people when he was in the Egyptian kingdom and they're slaves, right? And he was kind of, you know, what can he do about it, right? What can he do about it? Not a whole lot. And so he's kind of he's kind of going along with the with the plan, you know. But then when he steps in and sees some injustice and takes some action and then someone is killed, he gets out of there. That is a symbol of what we might do if we're acting on our own strength. When we're trying to make our round pieces fit in the triangle peg holes that we are dealing with. So God took Moses out of that situation and I think maybe part of the reason was so that he could get a sense of who he was and who his people were. He didn't have the wherewithal to free those slaves from Egypt when he was mixed in that mess. But God put him in a situation and was with him in a situation out in the wilderness where he was brought to a place where the Lord spoke to him and said, look, I want you to free my people. But not just you, because we know how that works if it's just you. No, but I will go with you. You will speak for me and he will do it. God will do it. So I'm encouraged today. I really am. I'm encouraged because hope is alive. Hope for that future. It's a living, breathing, tangible thing. And you know what you need to do? You need to feed that hope. Because if you don't feed it, it will surely perish in your care. There's been times in my life where I've pretty much put any kind of hope I had on the altar and just sacrificed it. Like, I just, I don't have hope. And I'm going to put the final sword into it, and it's done. It, uh, you know, I, I don't know why people do that. I don't know why I do that. I think maybe what it is, psychologically speaking, if we put to death the hope in our life, then we have an excuse when things don't work out. We, we're, we're accustomed to it. We're expecting that it's not going to work out. And if we've got no hope, 
that narrative is fulfilled. Well, you know what? If it's just going to make your psyche feel right, I'm ready to have hope in the face of complete adversity. What can the devil do to me? What can the world do to me? You need to ask yourself that question. What can really happen to me? One of the things that I've done recently with all this uncertainty in my life is play out some scenarios. Now this is what the military does. They play out the different scenarios. What could happen and what would be our counterattack here and whatever. And we are kind of at a, at a war in the spiritual sense with, with the enemy and, and with not with people. We are in a spiritual war with the enemy. People are just pawns in the, in, the, in the war. So we shouldn't be fighting people. But sometimes we need to play through these scenarios and say, well, you know, how bad is this thing? Okay, so yeah, I lost my job. And, uh, you know, we have this car payment that's due and, and house payments due. Uh, what are we going to do? I mean, there's some real issues here. And you need to play out the scenario. You know, it's quite possible that a lesser job that pays a little bit less might still meet your needs. But maybe you didn't want to approach that because it might be beneath you, you know, that particular job. Well, you know, sometimes you might have to do that. Dave Ramsey says sometimes you got to just go out and deliver pizzas, but do it the best you can to make ends meet or to, to you know, save more money so you can build up a, a savings fund or something. I don't want to be sacrificing my hope, and I don't want you to either. So what do we do? Well, we build it up. How do we do that? You listen to this podcast every chance you get. I promise you, I believe that there's not anything in these podcasts, and there's about 182 of them right now, so no excuse. There's plenty out there. You will have a hard time finding one that doesn't give you some form of an encouragement because I really believe the Lord is in these things and the Lord wants you to succeed and the Lord wants to bring you hope and a future and a plan and He's called you according to His purposes. He's called you. He's called me. There are purposes for you. You've got a purpose. Don't sacrifice your hope. Feed your hope. Spend time with the one who builds up your hope. That's how you fuel it. Hear the word of God over your life. Hear the encouraging words of other people like me. It may just be that you needed to hear this and I needed to do this for you. My daughter and I were having breakfast this morning. And this is the cool thing, guys and gals wisdom can come from anywhere and my daughter it wasn't a real spiritual kind of thing but she had wisdom for me today I've been dabbling in some comics writing, cartooning I've had a sense recently that I needed to do that because I got some things I want to say and it's funny because I'm really sure that the enemy has tried to convince me over and over and over 
that I've got really nothing to say. When I compare myself to other people who do have things to say and are very articulate, I've, I've actually felt an oppression that telling me you've got nothing to say which is so ironic since we're doing this podcast hello for some reason i completely forgot about the fact that you know i've done these and yet i was i continually got this you've got nothing to say and and i got a real at at christmas eve service i told my wife i felt like the lord just gave me something which kind of blew me away but i kind of knew was there which was why, why do you think you feel this oppression about whether or not you have something to say? Actually, it's like the Lord took a four by four and kind of like donked it on my head and said, uh, the reason is because you got something to say. Well, at breakfast this morning, my daughter was looking at my cartoon I just did last night and some of the practice stuff I was doing. And we were just talking about creativity and, and and she knows, oh, by the way, I'm thinking about writing a book. I don't think I told you this. I have uh, some important people in my life who, these are little God nuggets, little hope nuggets. Some people had uh, thought, you know, it'd be really good if you could convert the ride into a book. So I'm in the process of doing that not sure how the publishing will work but you know in this day and age if you got an idea there's nothing stopping you so there's nothing stopping me I've got hope for this project well anyway I had in my mind days well weeks ago that it'd be kind of cool to have a book that's not so stodgy but has some cool you know the kind of book I'd want to read I don't want to read a devotional book that's just words and chapter heads that just doesn't doesn't appeal to me. But what does appeal to me is some graphics and some really cool... I, I think what I'm going to do is going to be really cool because I have a little bit of a graphic design bent to me, I think, and plus with the comics. And I, I think I could make something that would be really cool. And so be on the lookout for that. I'll, obviously, I'll keep you posted about that, but... Hope had said to me today, you know, you could put your comics in the book. And I actually don't think she said it that way. I think she said more like, um, you know, you could do a comic for each podcast, something like that. And then I realized, oh my gosh, comics in the book. My daughter's brilliant. Of course, your daughter is too. And your son is too. We've got some brilliant people in our families, you know what I'm saying? But during the during breakfast this morning, Hope and I were talking and and I wanted to encourage her. It seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, people, you don't even have to be a creative. You know what that means? Someone who creates like music, art, graphics, the, the arts kind of things. But, but not just that. That's what you might call the fine arts. But creatives, I mean, people who are making uh, furniture and... Uh, woodworking things and crafting and knitting and anything that you are creating that once didn't exist and now because of you does exist. I think that that is part of every human. I do. Different flavors of giftings, but I think that creative, you know why I think that? Because God is creative. God created what, what you see. 
at least originally, before it got corrupted by man, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> God created the beautiful wilderness and, and nature and this planet and you and your children and your parents. God created all of this. And he is a creative being and he created us to be like him. And I was telling Hope, I wanted to encourage her because I was looking at some of the artwork she did and I I really don't... <laughs> okay, I'm a dad and I'm going to see things in my kids' artwork that I might appreciate and I might be quite biased here. But as someone who appreciates art and someone who appreciates a lot of the different types of art, <clears throat> things that maybe is not the kind of thing I'd hang in my house, but I can appreciate what went into it, or I can appreciate the stylistic features of it. I, I see some of her stuff, and I see things there that I know she didn't intend to put there, yet they are brilliant. And my encouragement to her today basically was, please do more. You have a talent there that you might not even know is there. It's like a latent brilliance that I think won't get fully tapped into until I encourage her to do it. And I said to her, there are two kind of ways to look at the world. One way is to be sitting on the couch, eating your chips, drinking your pop, taking in all of the media that the world has to offer. And the other one is to create from within you and give it out to the world. Or even if, even if it's not giving it to the world or selling it or anything like that, just creating it to create, to, to let what's in you flow out. Even if you're the only one who would see it, it does something for you. I encouraged her to do that, and I'm encouraging you to do that. Whatever, whatever your gifting is, and you might not even know what it is, you might... You might not even know. I'm saying this because I have hope. I have this thought. Because when I had a situation when my back was hurting and I was in bed for a while, I took to writing. Uh, I'm sorry. I took to sketching something. And it was my first attempt at something like this. And it really felt like uh, I was supposed to do that. It is a creative thing. And and I would never have known that unless I was on my back hurting in bed. Sometimes the Lord takes some painful or uncomfortable situations so that you can learn something new about yourself. I think that's what happened when Moses was in the wilderness. Man, see how I did that? I took it all the way back. Moses was in the wilderness and he learned something about himself. God showed him some things. And so in your wilderness today, whatever it is you're finding, you can look at it as though you're in the deepest valley. But I really want you to raise your sights higher. God hasn't forgotten about you. He might not have orchestrated everything that got you to the place you are today. You know, you might have done a good enough job doing that yourself, but it doesn't matter. The fact is, you're here now. And what are you going to do about it? You're going to keep your eyes set on the ground before you, or are you going to keep them raised high? 
to the king, the one who can lift you out of the situation, the one who can bring new eyes to the situation. New eyes. I want new eyes today. I'm on a plateau seeing things for the first time. I want to have God's take on what I'm seeing. I mean, it's one thing to see new things and be encouraged in new things, but I want to know what God's saying about the things. You know what I mean? So I want to lift you up. Lord God, everyone that's listening to, to this podcast right now, I pray that you give them a sense of awe of who you are. Give them a sense of what you're capable of helping them do. Lord, give them a sense of how powerful and present you are in every moment of their lives. And I pray, Lord, that that knowledge, that that truth will sink in and that people will recognize that hope is not lost, but hope is starting to be found. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, fellow riders, you stay in the Word of God. Live in peace and pray for those who persecute you. And when you see around you no hope, maybe look up. And look to the one who embodies hope, who will bring you to the new plateaus, who will help you see new things and will help you to understand what you're seeing. And there will be brighter days tomorrow. And I will see you on the flip.